Hi and welcome to Spiritual Link, the podcast, a podcast about how developing spiritual well-being can help you in your daily life and how that can enhance your confidence in who you are and what you are. The podcast is hosted by Inez and Tor. Inez is a development medium with over 30 years of experience in the field and Thor has been her apprentice since 2013. On the podcast, we are going to cover a broad range of topics such as meditation, chakras, intuition and crystals, only to mention a few. In this episode, we delve deeper into the many avenues of meditation and cover the meditation practice that both Inez and I use. In short, our practice is a visual meditation, which is woven together by a sequence of sceneries that leads you into a meditative place. First, the meditation normally starts with a body calming relaxation exercise. Then there is a desert, a brook, a meadow, followed by opening up the seven chakras and after a couple of minutes, closing them back down. During this episode, as you will hear, we will delve deeper into what each scene represents and we will also speak about many other topics which are correlating with the meditation that we practice. You can support us by sharing the episode on your social media channels, subscribing to our podcast and leaving a review. Remember, you can always find us on at spiritualinko on Instagram. You, you've been doing this for what, 30 years, meditation? Plus, yeah, plus. Mm. What does your what does your meditation look like now? Like, did you what was your what was your meditations like this week? Well, uh, this the, uh, this this week uh, I've been I'm fortunate. It uh, I first of all I thank very much so the powers to be. I know it's not say a guiding force that necessarily keeps me healthy. I know it's a karmic pattern, and then the responsibility is also a little bit on ourselves as well, of course. Mm-hmm. But that's my first thought: is thank you. Thank you very, very much. And then also the thank you that maybe our, our podcasting does something. Maybe somebody listens. Maybe somebody doesn't listen. But what we're doing is great. And even the thought of trying to help goes out into the ethers, mm. even if somebody isn't tuned into us. So I medit- my meditations tend to be, um, I, can, I can feel and see things evolving around myself, but not in a tangible way that I can list them at this moment in time. I, I can see the opportunities and same thing with yourself. When you, when you're good enough to share your meditations with me, I find them very interesting, very interesting because the, the last one was, what was it that you, um, that you shared with me? Well, I think I just like, there was a meditation earlier in the week where it just felt so like the energy everywhere just felt so dense. Like yes. my mind was like, it was like I was sort of trying to find my way through quicksand. It, everything around me just felt really, really dense. I'm not sure if I'm sort of um, picking up on the energies, which are really feels just really thick in the ethers right now. So I was sort of, it will, yeah, I sort of, I think I was just perhaps being very sensitive to that. Well, you are very sensitive to uh, to what's in the ethers, but what you said is, isn't that what uh, the world's trying to do? They're trying to feel themselves through through a smog, aren't they? Nobody mm. knows what they're doing. Mm. Uh, the scientists say, no, it's too early. The economy says, yes, we have to. Otherwise, there's nothing left to help anybody with. Mm. So we're betwixt in between. Mm. So I think that's what uh, this huge vying of what is right and uh, 
uh, and correct and what is necessary. Two mm. different things. Mm. I think that's mm. what you were picking up. But mm. from what I gather, you're always very, very, very close touch with your guiding forces as well, with different entities, aren't you? Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, different always, people come forward. Yeah, absolutely. No, I always feel, I always get a sense of my, always get a sense of my like main guide, absolutely. And then depending on the day, I do get other guides and yes. sort of energies coming through. And sometimes I even just feel like, sometimes it just feels like they sort of stand around me in a circle, if that yes. makes sense. And I can yes. just sort of see them all sort of in my inner eye. And I stay there and I sort of say their name in within myself and they sort of, it almost feels like they come close one at a time and making that exactly. connection with me. Exactly. The mind is then clear by eliminating other thought patterns. It's then when we can be in receipt of, a, say, a deeper spiritual understanding if we desire, but also uh, information which is not our point of view. Mm. And that takes a bit of getting used to. Mm. It really does. When you find dividing line between getting information or what is actually being given to us and directed towards us for the benefit you know of ourselves because then if that thought is then put into our mind as a form of communication the feeling that a person might have uh, then it is um moves forward um and it becomes an action we we do something about it we try to do something about it. If there is no job uh, available, as an example, we then maybe try to get in touch with uh, like-minded people and then maybe start your own company. Or you start talking to people. Where can I, you know, what do I do next? Or some agencies, what do I next? It's the inspirational thought to literally, to kickstart our, our motivation. As I said before, it's a gut feeling. Mm. People can talk about it in many different ways. Mm-hmm. but it's still real it's totally real so i suppose that's one of the real interesting benefits of meditation and i think i feel this quite a lot is a lot of people ask me so tor how in the world are you so motivated almost all the time yes and i do wonder if that comes from doing the meditation every day twice a day and i sort of i get access i don't want to call it the force but i'm going to call it the force yeah, yeah it is yes yes you know, it's good of, yes which is sort of because I'm, because I am clearing my mind and I'm clearing my body, and because of that, that sort of energy is allowed to like pour into my yes. vessel, which is my body and my mind. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. yeah. No, um, it's absolutely correct because that energy also goes through us, mm. and that of course gives us the, the ability to release all of the toxins. It's also a detoxing situation. It's, mm. it's a lot of things all all in once. We're just mm. defining it as one area of communication. But absolutely, and this, from that, in your meditations, when you say you feel the denseness or you feel this or that, but underneath that, you know there's more to your life. Something's going to happen. You're not 100% certain of what. You know what you would like, but I know you will also go with a flow of things. Mm. You will alter. You will adapt. Mm. Mm. With, this, with the shutdown, I believe you bought yourself some uh, a gym equipment. Yeah. Exactly. So you work out under, you know, under bridge or something like that. You yeah, can't you just go adjust. to a gym. Pre- precisely. Yeah, exactly. I think, I think, and I think I do strongly believe that mindset of being flexible and adapting to the 
situation is uh, comes from the mindset which I've cultivated from the yes. from the meditation. I suppose the trick is you actually have to st- like the trick is that you have to like have the initial nudge to start meditating, right? But this is it. Yeah, it has to be a commitment. Yeah, it's a commitment for life, but it pays such huge dividends. Mm. And the, the meditation doesn't have to take place anywhere in particular, just wherever you can find a free space. As as we've done before, we can meditate with our eyes open. If you're on a bus, so you don't look as if you're falling asleep. Mm. There are many, many, many different areas. But when when we meditate, we're actually tuning our mind uh, to be in the position to be acceptance of whatever opportunities there are. So that's very important. We're tuning our minds to be open to, oh, yes, that sounds like a good opportunity. I think there's a commercial on television. I don't know what they're advertising. Again, you know there's an opportunity there, but where is it? Our mind will find it. Mm. We've, we can't find it. That's, that's mm. the difference. Mm. So with the meditation, as you rightly said, uh, again, is it sitting, lying, whatever it happens to be? There are many t- people for different reasons could not possibly sit cross-laid. Uh, for physical or whatever reasons. So it is not a necessity. What that sort of a lotus position does, it brings the spine straight. It makes your spine straight for the energy to flow up. But that doesn't mean that if you're unfortunate enough, you're in a wheelchair, you're bedridden, that you cannot achieve the same quality of meditation. Mm. It's just a, a matter of physical circumstances. Yeah. Yeah, and with, yeah. the, with the roots, uh, uh, many people uh, describe uh, the grounding as roots going in. It's, a, it's this thing that the mind can hold on to. It doesn't need that. Feet on the floor, not cross-legged if you're sitting in a chair because you might get a cramp. Your, your hands on your lap is fine. Be comfortable. Try not to slouch. Try to sit upright, obviously in a chair or something like that. And then allow the energy to flow. And with yeah. the, obviously, if, if we go through uh, the lead meditations as well, you breathe in and so on, closing your eyes, of course. Maybe you have music, maybe you don't. Make certain the phone is off. It just under, do not disturb sign on the door, all of those sorts of situations. And then slowly go down, relaxing your hands, your arms, your shoulders. Feel it all relaxing. And then as it the relaxation flows out of your feet, then you are already walking on that dusty road mm. of non-understanding. We don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. As we saw with this Krona thing, one day was fine. And the next day, everything went very bad. Very, very, very bad. Quickly. Very quickly. Yeah, very quickly. fast. Yeah. Where did it come from? Yeah. Somebody had a cough in China and all of a sudden there's lockdown worldwide. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah so we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow yeah we really don't why why is it a desert like is there a reason for the desert is there a the reason desert for is the a, a desert is ignorance yeah the desert re- represents ignorance our total our, as human beings our ignorance as to the meaning or say of life but you see, with the, uh, when, once we walk along the dusty road, mm. uh, we need then a focal point. And what we use, uh, the two of us, we use uh, a silvery white line, yep. which we gravitate to. 
And once that is visualized and we go into it, we then, as we move through it, it denotes another dimension mm-hmm. symbolically. So you're going deeper, more relaxed. You concentrate, that concentrate, concentrate. And when that mist clears away and we find ourselves in front of this, uh, this small, insignificant brook of water, it is the water of our life, free-flowing, strong. Everybody's uh, little uh, uh, river is strong. Step across. And then you're in your meadow just means you who nobody can harm me. These are your thoughts, your place. And that is then when, of course, we then open the chakrams. Mm. However, initially, uh, a person just to reach that point is very good. It's very good. Yeah. However, never to limitate. You know, whatever a person is, don't limitate. And by opening the chakrams, the communication points, so, so necessary so necessary it's so interesting i often find that when i do do open the um open at least you know at least the base chakra is that the temperature of my body yes actually goes up it does it's hot it's so hot yeah. you get yes. so warm which is yes. which is i mean it's, it's a really interesting thing that you are sort of able to consciously just, open that chakra and your body temperature just goes it just rises absolutely absolutely that's that's also interesting enough uh, when we can feel the colors of the seven colors of the chakrams of course mm. that as we go up the spine they get cooler mm. the, the mm. blues and the greens are, are, are an awful lot cooler mm. Um, mm. and that's also very indicative of uh, how we can regulate our own body we can get sensations in different parts of our body and we can get a feeling of you know what to what to do and what not to do yeah um, so you've sort of i'm not sure if it's the right time but you have now mentioned chakras yes do you want to give a brief explanation of what they are well you you tell me and then we'll uh, uh well i would say that chakras are energy centers in so many ways that exists within ourselves or within our second body i suppose yeah that's what i would i mean i think that's the i think that's the sort of shortest version of what a chakra chakra is it's an energy center that exists within ourselves and i would say the ways in which that they are tuned in in like you would tune an instrument that Mm -hmm. um that influences our mood and our personality and who we are in this life so like let's say chakra is unbalanced that would Mm -hmm. influence our mood and our personality but then we can also change that we can balance it and again that would change it and i also think that um when in the practice of meditation where we do cleanse them we do balance them we do ground them um we allow like let's call it the power of spirit or the power of like the energy from the ethers like flow through us and again i think that is a part of what improves one's own attitude of mind Mm-hmm. The the energy points such as the chakras they're always a little bit out of balance just by living sure yeah you're running into a door frame, ouch, not a good way to start the day, but that already <laughs> sets, sets the whole thing sort of wobbly. So, yeah. so it's, it's a simple things like that, or someone screaming at you while you're driving the car, or yeah. pushing in front of you as you're trying to get in, in the train, all of those things. So through net meditation, actually, it is good to do them, as you said, balancing, da-da-da. Uh, however, the meditation, just the visualized meditation, incorporates everything in one beautiful little lump. Because Mm. the energy is pushed through. It's like lighting a lamp. Mm. So the red is is, is always going. But everything that we open, remember, we should always close as well. Don't leave yourself wide open. 
because mm. that is not good news. We we then draw in the energies of every everything that's going amiss in the world, everything mm. that's difficult. Mm. Um, so again, as as you open, say the red, only a little bit. That's a really powerful one, a little bit. But see the glow. Imagine imagination. See it glow, red glow. Then when we go to the next one, which is the you know uh, uh, from the base chakra, we we then go to the orange chakra as well. I'll give you the names another times, or you can as well. And then see the orange glow, up to the yellow glow, the green glow. You know, the blue glow, the indigo glow, and then the violet glow again. And once they're glowing, you're, you know, receptivity. Mm. Your receptivity for all that is all going on around you that you want to come close. Uh, and then, you know, then with that force, you move out with nothing. And then you maybe see nothing. And that is then the meditative state. Say you move up through a star or, or anything, a shaft of light. And once you reach that point and you see the force that is close to you, then just let go. And that's when our mind is then geared and generated and given that information that we then uh, manage to maybe act on. Mm, it's not a trumpet life. or anything in our ear. Yeah. Invaluable, absolutely invaluable to be in receipt that we are able to accept all opportunities and recognize the opportunities that are around us all the time. And the opportunities sometimes, if we talk of loneliness, especially with this lockdown, if a person is alone, it's not even an age thing. A lot of young people, you know, they're, they're, they're suicidal because we, we're herd animals. But we still have to come to terms with our own mortality, even in a whole room full of crowded individuals who adore us. We're still alone. Mm. We're still, it's still ourselves. Mm. Mm. And that is where meditation can keep our sanity in check yeah and appreciate it yeah 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 i suppose an interesting point to make is that um although yeah like we do open up and then we close back down again and although we are closing back down again doesn't mean that we necessarily close us no. off to the people it's no. like a protective mechanism for all the negativity and uh, absolutely all the thought patterns us. which we, we can go into all the different the the mind projections and so on you don't want somebody else's uh, uh you know desperation mm, mm. So by being able to step back we can help somebody easier mm. than, than if you, you if you have this always uh, going around in your head mm. Mm, mm. but as i said with the, the red chakra only open a teeny weeny weeny bit and then you leave it, uh, then you leave it open teeny weeny weeny bit. Why is that? Well, it's the, the enormous force of energy. You can actually uh, over, uh, you can over energize yourself that you become aggressive. Red is aggression. But why do we, so all the other chakras we closed, right? That's so why right. Do, open, so why close, do we, why open, do we, why do we, why do we, why do we the red one slightly open? Why well, do that, we that's, that's actually the point of life. That's the point of uh, the point of contact when, say, the, uh, the seed uh, and, and the sperm comes together at conception. Mm. The kundalini, that, that locks it in. Mm. And when the kundalini locks the, the, the spirit and the now new formed body together, that is, that is it. And then the spirit comes around it. Mm. So uh, that is the beginning, I say, of life in this, on this planet anyway. It's, so, a, it's a seed situation. Flowers have seeds, you know, all, all kinds of things. It's just yeah. the way this earth works. 
I suppose I just wonder why, because we closed all the other chakras on the way down, yes. right? But we don't, we, we, we leave the red door slightly open. Slightly open, yeah. Is that just because it's our life force and if we close Absolutely. that door? Yeah, that's why right. Do we, it keeps why us do we not going. close it? No, because it keeps us going. Right. It feeds, it feeds, or it is, it is, it feeds all of the, the chakras. Right. If, as we open them, it is the energy from the red that brings color, life into the orange, yellow, and so on. Chakram. Mm -hmm. Right. And nor does it enhance a person's power to have the shock, the red chakram totally open. Quite the contrary. Mm. If at any point any chakram needs to be open or closed, the guiding forces will close and open it. It is beyond our control. Mm. Mm, I suppose that's an interesting thing is to understand because it's always that's always a tricky question is like what is within our control and what isn't not an awful lot is not an awful <laughs> lot is no no we're not exactly puppets uh, but they're not an awful lot is yeah we still if we think we're being clever and we uh, uh, we bypassed our comic pattern which we would never really know yoohoo it's, it'll still come around again yeah we cannot it's not a matter of cheating it. There are lessons to learn for our benefit. Mm. They may not feel very nice, but that's, that's the way it is. Mm. Mm. So if, if, you, if a person is lucky enough to tick the boxes of, of wealth, looks, um, health, and so on, uh, there's a price to pay. There is a good, very good reason. There's always something that that person has to learn from that sort of an idyllic surroundings as we see it. Other yeah. mortals see it. Nothing's idyllic. Yeah, well, because that's the interesting thing. Is right. It's just mortal. All of that. Well, is, absolutely. At, at the end of the day, all of that is just physical. Yeah, that's right. We can't take anything with us. Again, that understanding you mentioned, you know, this, this dusty road. Um, we have to, I think, our choice as each human being has the choice of accepting to want to, to commit to meditation. That is our choice. If you make an agreement to meet someone uh, tomorrow at 12 o'clock for a meeting, it is our obligation to see that we get there on time. Mm. And this obligation is to ourselves as a human being. Mm. And with that, uh, and that step, uh, step by step, again and again, uh, of course, is, uh, is then the reward because for the physical body, it eliminates some of the stress, most most illnesses are modern illnesses created by stress by stress uh, and also it obviously helps the mind and our life that's important that's very very important because the the mind needs to be in control of itself it's an urge that the mind has you know sometimes you have to be alone it's just mind needs to be in control and if the mind is in control of itself then it needs no affiliations to anyone or any organization. And that is when that desert begins to bloom. Little mm. green sprouts will come up. It will literally blossom. You don't have to jump to anyone's tune, anyone's organization, only your own. That is so important. Um, and then through that, of course, uh, through that, then we... Uh, we would also have the ability, which is everybody's ability, to find the answers to anything and everything that we need within our life. I'm not talking about uh, all of a sudden you become an Einstein or you can do this or that. Uh, I'm not, uh, that's silly, it's silly. 
But if we, gosh, you know, should I move or should I move countries because there's a job there? Or is it just because you're, it's a tax haven and so you're going to get uh, extra bucks, you know, for five years? And then what do you do? Mm. Think it through. That sort of inner knowledge we can get for ourselves. Then, of course, though, what happens, uh, we easily go on to, you know, communication. Mm, mm. Very easily. And what do you mean? Well, with, uh, if we uh, uh, link this together, when we speak of meditation in any sense, mm. meditation very much concentrates on the power of thought. Yeah. Of our individual thought. And by, uh, by calming, calming, calming and controlling the mind, what we're really doing is concentrating on one thought and the, at a time. And that brings forward this, the, the communication that we might be looking for. But remember, when you're talking about uh, uh, the desert, uh, the brook of water, that's still concentration. That's not meditation. That's the prelude to it. Once, once we get to all of those situations, then, yoo-hoo, you know, you, you get feelings, maybe thoughts, maybe nothing until tomorrow. It doesn't matter. But that's when communication happens. Not before then. Mm. Not before. By that brook of water, we're then ready to listen to something other than, I can't do this. I'm so worried about this. Anything like that. That's what we're leaving behind, behind that brook of water. Mm. Um, it gives, um, because the visualization, what you were saying, gives... Our, our active physical mind, something to concentrate on. And that is important. And once, um, of course, uh, we are able to concentrate on something, the brook of water then allows us to go into the higher self, which is a really, uh, it's a strange word. Higher self means we all have it. We all have a higher self. That's the bit that talks to you. Your little inner voice saying, don't do that. No, you must not buy another new car. You know, silly. That's, uh, that's the higher self. And then you say, but I need it. I want it. Yes, I can afford to pay it off. So the two, there are always two conflicts. And what we're trying to do is to listen to the higher self that slaps us on the wrist, you see. Um, yeah, because the higher it, self, I suppose, it wants the best for us, right? It, it, it really wants the best for us. I suppose so, but since karma is a learning process, yeah. Um, see, this is where we come into such a gray zone. Maybe to go bankrupt because you're buying stupid, expensive cars is exactly your destiny. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so we're back to square A again. Yeah, that's the thing, right? Back so, to square it. Yeah, but I suppose again that takes us back to the um, what we were sort of talking about before we, before I started recording and before we started recording the podcast is that yes, yes, perhaps it is your oh yes, perhaps it is your destiny to go bankrupt. Could be. Could be. At the same time, if you have started your meditative practice, your spiritual practice beforehand. Yes that experience may be or may feel less terrible? Absolutely. It, you can, we cannot change karmic pattern because there's a certain learning cue. But because it is we as physical beings have to go through it. If we do do that, there could very well be the ability to, to sort of go around it. Mm. 
maybe do something stupid um, and then we might still, but we will bounce back. Mm. So yes, yes, you're absolutely correct. Mm. There is that chance. We always have the ability for improvement, that we can improve our lot. The thing is, our peace of mind and our attitude of mind is so important. Either without sort of a really breaking down, it's a form of acceptance and going forward, which gives us strength. Mm. Accepting what one's life is this time around, right? So if, yes. if you have, I would hope, at least that, you know, you've done your meditation, you've done your self-practice. Yeah. So then when something which is terrible does happen, there is some sense of acceptance that this is my life. Yes. And it could be that that acceptance is all the person needs to learn in, in their life. And then the page of life will turn and everything will be woohoo, wonderful. Yeah. See, we never know exactly what is meant to, what we're meant to learn. So our mm-hmm. attitude, what you, uh, you and I were talking about, is so important. Not to lie down and be a doormat, not to allow to, uh, everything else bad to happen, but to go forward and never give up. Mm. Yes, maybe a person was uh, uh, born with huge limitations, but they're alive. So what can I do? What is there available to me? Mm. At that at that particular time, not what oh God, well they're lucky, aren't they? They're doing this and that. Forget about any bells. You, it's you that counts. Mm. And that inner strength, the higher self, the power of self, blah blah blah, just reverts to determination. That's all it needs to re- be replaced by. Nothing fancy. Determination mm. and trust in yourself that there's maybe more reason than just to uh, for for a person's life than just to do whatever they're doing. Uh, our main theme of whatever we may talk about, that we are tuning our mind to be in the position to be ex- to be acceptant of whatever opportunities arise, that we are able to recognize opportunities, and that um, whatever we we feel, how a person feels, think they are in life. It is still the birthright of every human being to find happiness. And we can find happiness in the, in the most unusual places. Absolutely mm. unusual. And I think, I, I think that the bottom line, I believe, of us is to be able to, to make the most of our life, to find the ability to move through physically, meaning we have to pay our bills, we want to uh, we want to like ourselves people want we want people to like ourselves as well that we become acceptance of who we are but also to find a modicum of happiness as well yeah i think that is very i think that is very true i suppose what's quite interesting or an interesting thought as well is that you have to kind of create that for yourself it doesn't necessarily just happen i think that's an important thing to be left with is even something like calmness you have to actually create it for yourself. It's it, it still yes. takes effort. It does. Well, we begin with meditation, finding... Uh-huh. Yeah, it still takes effort to accomplish that. That's right. And music is wonderful. And I think it's important to know that uh, whatever a person, how a person wants to meditate is good. There's no set ways. Nobody has the key to immortality. That it is mm. there's only one way. 
I think from our experience, we find that the visualization allows our mind to expand in many different directions. It's not a closed door of just a blank, a blankness. So what do you do with a blankness? Yeah, you're calm, but blank. Yeah. Maybe there's more to life than blank. Yeah, I mean, I think that's what's so rich and interesting about the meditation that we do because it, first of all, it uses the visual elements, but it yeah. also allows our mind to, yeah, like access a realm which yes. exists beyond our sort of limit or like trivial senses in so many ways. Yeah. Like we can step into, we can connect with our guides, we can yeah. step into past lives, we can, yeah. we can cultivate that inner knowing of what to do next. And isn't it also exciting to know sometimes uh, the person that you're uh, that you've met or something that they that you shared a past life with them, mm. and perhaps even know a little bit about uh, uh, maybe you were you had the same mindset in in a very different culture, uh, which prohibited free thinking. I mean, it's, it's all interesting. Mm. Mm. It just it just shows a continuity. We don't lose anyone, which is nice. Yeah. Yeah, we don't lose anyone even though... That's right. And there's yeah. also purpose for whoever we meet, whoever we work with, whoever fires up, there's a reason for it. So I suppose that's a really good way to end this episode, I think, yes. is that there is a reason for everything. Yes, there is a reason. And it, we're not being punished. There is no punishment. Mm. I know there's a... I think there'll be a thousand people saying, you're wrong, you're wrong. This is God's punishment that there's a pandemic. We are such horrible human beings. Maybe we are horrible beings, but it's not the case. Why punish us when, when we're so insignificant? Mm. What's there to punish? Mm. <laughs> all, all one has to do is crush us under their feet and we're gone. We have no way of fighting back. You know, we're insignificant. Yeah, there's but a purpose. But our significance is learning. It's learning. So like there's yeah. learning, there's a purpose, and there's no punishment. Because I, I think also that's a really one, one thing which I like with working with you and in comparison to others perhaps is that there is no fear right shouldn't be there shouldn't be any fear no. because there is no punishment it's just no. learning it, absolutely that's right yes that's right and if if there is a uh, a reciprocal form of learning uh say uh, uh say somebody was really nasty to you in another lifetime Yes, and now it is your chance to get back. It's not a chance to get back. If we see it because we're physical, but it's just to learn what it's like to be on the other side of the fence mm. or to walk in someone else's shoes. That's all it is. We have to experience both sides of the coin. Thank you for listening to this podcast episode. In the future, we will be exploring karma, chakras, past lives in much greater detail. So if you felt like they were left unexplained, we will come back to them later on. If you do have any questions, comments, or want to explore a topic in greater detail, please reach out on our Instagram account at spirituallinkco.